Farming is an important American tradition. That's why People State Bank has been working with farmers and their families since 1875. We've had the privilege of serving a wide variety of livestock and agricultural needs. As a community bank, we take pride in the personal relationships we've built over generations. From bidding on animals shown by young farmers in the 4-H ring at the county fair, to welcoming those same farmers into our offices with their first business for the family farm, our customers are more than an account number in a computer. From a sporting standpoint, People State Bank has been a longtime partner with the school districts, sponsoring academic projects, athletic teams, travel, uniforms, and much, much more. We have also been proud to support Pack the Place for the last 10 years, paying everyone's admission for one of the county rival basketball games each year. Find convenient locations in Sumner, St. Francisville, Lawrenceville, and Bridgeport. People State Bank thanks you for allowing us to be a part of your lives and appreciates the opportunity to serve and give back to our communities in this way. People State Bank. Looking for insurance, we hope that you would call the Andrews Insurance Agency at 542 Main Street in Bridgeport. Terry Andrews and Justin Shear are your independent agents and they're your professionals for all of your farm, commercial, and personal insurance needs. And they've been strong supporters of Red Hill Athletics for decades. So if you're brought down by a pack of dogs, get off your seats and on your feet and see T-Bone or Juice and give them a call at 618-945-2881 at the Andrews Insurance Agency. Welcome to episode 32 of the Old School Red Hill Podcast. Thank you for being patient with us while we took a few weeks off, but we're back now to start off the 2021-22 school year. We're going to stay focused in the 1900s, though, over this next year, and we have some new ideas coming. Um, Got some great guests planned over the next year, and then, of course, some of our familiar favorite episodes will still be doing those as well. Don't want to forget to mention our sponsors here at the beginning. Gray's Restaurant, Andrew's Insurance, People State Bank, and Griffin's Pizza House. My name's Chip Jamerson, but I'm not solo tonight. We actually have the whole crew here once again. Yep. And we'll go around the room and, and meet everybody here. So I'm going to start off on my left on the Zoom screen. We are meeting through Zoom tonight. And 1992 Red Hill graduate. Um Currently, as as I said last time, he's still in Unit 10. Mr. David King. Dave, how are things going tonight? Hey, I'm great. How are you guys? Pretty good. And, uh, of course, we need to – I know August may be kind of a slow month in farming, but a uh, farm report for us. Uh, crops are looking fantastic. Uh, nice rain earlier this week. I'm excited. All right, yeah. I mean, you yeah. got – it seems like you had an ideal amount of rain. Uh, yeah. Temperatures I guess the, have been pretty good and ideal amount of rain and – 
So what happens? Yeah, the catchphrase surface moisture that um, <laughs> it caught Ron on. Walter, Ron Walter put out there. What was our last episode on? It was on uh, the summer of 1992. Yeah, the yeah. surface moisture <laughs> from uh, summer of 92. Uh, the phrase really caught on on social media, so we'll keep referring to that. So, well, thank you, David. Um, in the box below me here on the Zoom screen, coming to us from Vanderburg County, Indiana, Mr. Gary Emmons. What's up, guys? How are we doing tonight? Doing great. And Gary, it looks like uh, you have moved into your new house. Yes, finally. You're in a different location. Same same neighborhood, just a little bit about a mile away, so I'm still close. If you haven't been following, Gary was married back in June, so congratulations once again to Gary and Laura. Thank you. Thank you. And down in the bottom left-hand corner of the Zoom screen that nobody else can see, um, the our producer, engineer, writer, and host, Brian Emmons from Davis County, Indiana. Live from Montgomery, Indiana in the Country Oaks Golf Club Studios. How are you guys? High above the 18th uh, green. Is that where we're at? As Todd Lancaster <laughs> calls it on the Birdies Bourbon and Basketball Podcast in the Crow's Nest above the 18th green. And you mentioned that podcast. Those of you that um, haven't been listening, they just started their new season, just came out this week. And um, even if you don't, you don't follow Southwest Indiana sports, it's a it's a great listen, no matter whether you follow those sports or not. Yep, we have good time on that show. And, and actually have several of the old school uh, listeners that listen to that. I get a message every once in a while. Just got one from Debbie Utt this week that she had listened to one of the episodes we did an episode called your uh, something like your parents are loco about crazy sports oh, parents and stuff and she enjoyed that so yeah we have a good time on that show all right well i think we'll start off tonight we uh i just checked in with brino this evening to see if we had a winner from the mystery voice yet and it doesn't seem like we have a winner yet so we're going to continue this mystery voice for one more episode so i'm going to turn the mystery voice over to brino yep and the mystery voice this month is brought to you by griffin's pizza house we'll hear more from them here in just a few minutes on their pizza of the month but if you guess the mystery voice and this time you're hearing all the clues first person to message one of us the right answer, you know, obviously they're time stamped. That will be the winner of a $25 gift certificate to the Mystery Voice. So let's get going. It's time for everybody's favorite game, the Mystery Voice. That's right. You have a chance to win prizes by identifying the voice of a Saluki from your past. And don't forget, on the Mystery Voice, we may be calling you. Studio audience really pumped up about that. All the applause. I don't know if it was that or my fake game show host voice, but here we go, folks. This is it. All the clues you're getting tonight and on the line is a $25 gift certificate from Tyler Griffin's Pizza House. Hello, old school Red Hill podcast listeners. Bridgeport, Illinois was a great place to grow up. Cheering for the Salukis is fun for the young and the old. One of my favorite taglines is, Slim came home. 
and I'll put the 92-93 fluky basketball team up against any in Red Hill school history. Okay, there you go. So we know he grew up in Bridgeport. He's a basketball fan. Being a Saluki is for the young and the old. Okay, yeah, that his, matches our podcast. Yeah. His favorite catchphrase is Slim came home. Hmm. Okay. That's a that's a pretty good hint. And he'll put up his 92-93 basketball team against any of them. Oh, his. Mm, interesting. Wow. <laughs> interesting. So, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's the mystery voice. Whoever gets the right answer, uh, message to us on Facebook. Gets a $25 gift certificate from, of course, Tyler Griffin's Pizza House. And, hey, while we're at it, why don't we talk about Tyler Griffin's Pizza House? There's no better place, really, in the whole world. To get Bridgeport-style pizza. You know where they're located. Chip, where are they located? Come on. They're located right there in that familiar location on Judy Avenue. It used to be where Lou's was back in the 80s and 90s and 2000s. You guys all know where Lou's was. Well, that's where Tyler Griffin's Pizza House is now, right across from the Dog Pound. The Dog Pound that'll be rocking. <laughs> and this month, you know, Tyler, they always have a special pizza of the month, right? Well, this month for August, it is the Meatball Pizza. Who doesn't love meatballs? I don't know, Donnie. Yeah. So we start, we, like I make it. Tyler and his staff starts with, you know, sauce, mozzarella on that beautiful, flaky, golden brown crust of the pizza house. And then they add homemade meatballs on top. You can get the 10-inch for $9.19, a 14. Go ahead and get the 14-inch, people. It's only, what, $4.40, uh, 70 cents more. And then they also have meatball subs as well for $5.99. And so if you're not in the mood for a pizza, you can just turn that into a sub then. Absolutely. I mean, you know, we're not going to limit you here. I mean, <laughs> it is the place for uh, for Bridgeport-style pizza, but, uh, you know, we're not going <laughs> to. Brian, you are a former employee. You probably could step in and make that baby. You know, I, I, I'm sure. I, I, I imagine some of the equipment is, uh, is different at the pizza house, but I'm sure I could jump right in the can there. And, you know, being a former delivery guy, of course, I can deliver it right to your door. Maybe we'll have podcast night at Griffin's Pizza House, and then me and Bobby Bowser will come and deliver pizzas great. to. Yeah. Anyway, Griffin's Pizza House, they're open from 4 to 9. Of course, every uh, first Friday of every month, they're open for lunch. And uh, give them a call, would you please? It's 618-945-3663. For Bridgeport-style pizza, it is Tyler Griffin's Pizza House. All right, Chip, speaking of Facebook, what we got going on tonight? Well, tonight is just kind of a – well, it, it, we have a theme with tonight's episode, but we're just calling it Facebook night. Gary's put a few questions out there on Facebook. We've got lots of responses. So we're just going to use that as kind of our roadmap tonight, and we're going to do the question that he put out there about the architecture of Red Hill High School. And we also had a question – Brian put a question up about – Music that reminds you of your senior year in high school. And we had lots of responses on that, too. So we're going to call this a Facebook night, and we'll do these from time to time. We'll take those will kind of be our leads, and then we'll just go whatever direction the conversation takes us. 
And we, I know we got another one next week, possibly on this too. So stay tuned next week. We may do another Facebook night then. Yeah, absolutely. And we're working on a great show um, for probably here in a couple of weeks, about the time that football season gets started. Gary, who are we talking about trying to get on? Well, we're working on uh, Red Hill legend, Hall of Famer, Coach Chris Lyles. Yeah. Um, we're really trying to, I'm working on, in fact, I'm texting with him right as, as we speak. So I'm hoping we can get him on before the uh, August 27th home game. We looks like Red Hill is hosting Mount Carmel in the first game of the year. Oh, which is a, oh wow. Yeah, big one there. So. <laughs> wow. The first game of the year? Yes. Right out of the gate, getting the, East, the Golden Aces. So uh, how, long I was we, how long has it been since we played Mount Carmel? Um, Whatever that last year in the NEC was. Right, uh, football season, 99 football season, I think, wow. was the last one. So. Yeah, we host. Uh, Man, I'd like to try. We'll be our last time probably because we're leaving the, the LIC yeah. after this year as Mount Carmel's coming into the LIC. Hey, before we get going, I'm just going to jump in here with a song if that's okay. I had two oh, people. Please. Two people actually mentioned this song. Um, Amy Baker, she was the first to respond, and Bobby Parrott also named this gym from Wild Cherry. Hey! I think we talked about this maybe on the pep band episode. I think they may have played this song in the band. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we did the band version. Uh, this release date was in April of 1976 by Wild Cherry. And interestingly, I was looking up uh, gathering songs for this, and Leif Garrett put out a, uh, a rendition of Play That Funky Music back in the day. Um, so that probably would have been, what, real early 80s that Leif Garrett did. That may be like 70s. And I was about to reply on that as well, because um, my senior year was 90-91, which was the year Vanilla Ice put out his version That's of right. the song. So that was I was going to kind of respond to that, because that song does take me back to my senior year, but it wasn't it was his second biggest hit he ever had, but um, pretty good yeah. rendition. And I'll go ahead and hit this one too, because uh, as a member of the class of 87, I think, and we've talked about this on podcast too, but Never Say Goodbye by Bon Jovi is the theme song for the class of 1987, and any correspondence that Carrie Hill ever has, this is what he says. Never say goodbye at the end. So, Shout out to the class of 87. Talk to Jamie Gray Sorensen this week. She wanted the picture out of the yearbook of um, her and I as class flirts. And she was evidently telling her husband and laughing about it, so I sent her that picture out of the yearbook. But right. send her a, a, an 87 Barker, then it sounds like. She needs her yearbook. That's right. Yeah, somebody send Jamie an 87 book. Yeah. So, yeah, architecture. What all did uh, we talk about on the Facebook page for that? Okay, well, well, Gary's question was, our old our old high school was was really pretty cool architecturally. What was your favorite classroom or area at RHHS? And our first response was from Tyler Griffin, the uh, owner of Griffin's Pizza House on Judy Avenue there in Bridgeport. Mayor of Bridgeport. And- the mayor of Bridgeport, and this was one of my first uh, thoughts also, and it, he was not alone in picking this, um, Mr. Gifford's chemistry room, and I think we can all agree with Tyler that that was, and we, we as we mentioned before, um, an amazing room architecturally, as I've always say, it felt like you were in a college um, lecture hall when you're, yeah. you know, a mini college lecture hall yeah. while you're in there. Yeah, it was awesome. 
That was my favorite classroom, for sure. Really, all the classrooms up in that sophomore hall were, I don't know, had a little bit extra, maybe. Yeah. Um, Mrs. Walker's room wasn't the, it wasn't too special, but the, the, she had the big light, you know, the big ladder yeah. attached to oh, it. Yeah. Mr. Bashir's room was, it was big and, you know, di- a lot different than. Oh, so spacious. Like, yeah. Spacious. And great, you know, great lighting in that yeah, room. Yeah. I think that that might be one of the, speaking of Mrs. Mrs. Bashir's room, I don't, I never had a class in there. And I, at least not that I remember. And I feel like I would remember that. And if, if I didn't, if I haven't completely erased that from my memory, I don't know that I ever went in that classroom until we went in there and toured the school prior to they, them tearing it down. Yeah, that was a fun day. They they had a tour. They opened the high school up that day, and I was with. Um, it was it was I think before uh, one of Brandon's golf outings was that morning before we went to the golf outing, and uh, Dr. actually joined up. Dr. Holmes from ninety one yep. yeah. joined joined up with us and yeah. uh, recorded us on this yeah. tour of the uh, building, yeah. and he sent me the four DVDs of it. I've never watched them. Yeah, I tried to put them in a um, DVD player recently, and it wasn't loading. Um, I need to keep working on that. But for some, I was getting some error on the loading. But but yeah, it was kind of neat. We were able to take one more trip through the high school before they tore it down. And um, yeah, that was that was neat. But yeah, I don't remember ever going in that classroom other than that. But uh, but yeah, I agree. I I love that that science room. That, that was that was the room that. My freshman year, you know, of course, no air conditioning. It was just as hot as it could be. And we got out early, it seemed like, for nearly a month because it was so yeah. hot. And yeah. uh, and that was always the class that I was – because that last period was extended a little bit. Or, or No, no, it was super short, I think. They they didn't take a little bit off of every hour. <laughs> you Just like the last hour was completely yeah. almost gone, and, and so I only spent a few minutes in there. But I love Bob Gifford. I, I just – we've talked about that on, on other uh, – uh, when we talked about proms and stuff, because I worked with him um, on prom, and I, I just, I, I just love that guy. Well, what I remember about his room specifically, besides what we've talked about, I'm pretty sure up on the behind the top row, I think it was like almost floor to ceiling windows in that room too. So you had a great yeah. view overlooking the parking lot and overlooking the north part of the football field with the buildings there. And I think Connie Adams actually mentioned off to the lab was like that old room with a bunch of really old cabinetry in it. That kept like yeah. all these old uh, like uh, yeah. liquids and things, or whatever yes. you yeah. call them. like yeah. like an old medicine cabinet. But right. that was, yeah. I, mean, I who knows how old those were. But I mean, <laughs> when she said that, I'm like, oh my, I hadn't I thought, thought about, about that. Room. Yeah, I agree. Did you guys dissect cats? Uh, we did pigs. I never we, dissected yeah, cat. Pigs was we, we did. Yeah, we did it. Yeah, we did it. done a pig. I'm sure I did a pig. I don't remember it that well, but I'm sure I did. We I did it. Back, let, I stepped back. Let Matt McCullough do all the work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think who my lab partner was. I, I, oh, it was Neil. <laughs> you can imagine how much science was going on there. But I remember we uh, um, we named our because of course it was spring and we named our cats after the uh, Kentucky Derby horses. So that was nice. Ali uh, Sheba, or that may have been the year before yeah, Ali Sheba. Uh, it was Ali Sheba. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Actually, um, um, Robin Roderick named her. I'm pretty sure it was her that named her uh, cat Ali Sheba. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> and um, for all you yeah, David King stories. also mentioned that in, in the Facebook thread, our own host, David King, that that was his uh, favorite 
uh, room in the high school. And so did Becky Brown Schick. Now, Becky called it Mr. Gifford's glass room. I don't know if she meant classroom or, I mean, glass room works also with the way yeah. Gary was described. Yeah. So I, I think maybe she meant to say a glass room. Yeah. I like that. It yeah. works. Well, I so tell you, are, I tell you where I'm going to take you right now. Now, Mike Smith, of course, we, we love Mike Smith and his photography. First of all, and Mike, I don't remember ever seeing Mike Smith with a camera. <laughs> but this guy must have been secretly taking pictures all the time because he's got them, and it's great that he shares those. Chip, look this up while I play it. Um, it's by a band called the Dovells, D-O-V-E-L-L-S, and it's the Bristol Stomp. Okay. So this is what Mike Smith thinks of when he thinks of his senior year. Bristol Stomp. What kind of information yeah. you got on that, Chip? Well, that was released in August of 61. So I think Mike was either a 61 or 62 grad at Lawrenceville. Uh, so we're in full, we've, our podcast has gone to We're getting all Lawrence County involved in our podcast. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, so far I, it was, it was released in August of 61. It's a, it's a two hour, two minute and 18 second song from the doo-wop genre. Yes, Let's see is. how it did on the charts. Um, it made the number two spot on Billboard's Hot 100 singles. Wow. And it was um, Run Around Sue by Dion is what held it out tough, of the top spot. Tough to, so, tough to overtake that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, great song. I didn't know exactly what the song was when you I had, named it, but you, once you played it, I think I've heard it before. You just heard the first time I've ever heard the Bristol Stomp, so there you go. So what else did we get on the uh, architecture question? All right, so hold on here. Well, one that received a lot of votes, and this was one that I was glad I, I texted you guys. I was glad I got in on because I didn't know there were going to be so many votes after it. I got in right after Tyler with this, um, and I, I was going to say Giffords, and that was the first thing that popped my mind as we talk about it so much. But now I was like, well, he just said that. I'm going to say something different, and I think I picked the right one though. The the East Gym, which is better known as as the girls gym is what everybody referred to it as in the thread. A lot of people uh, in the thread came up with that. So the girls gym, it just, I think because there were so many things that happened in there first, I mean, my first thought of the girls gym is when I would get there in the morning going in there, I'd love to be one of the first ones there, especially early, like my early years, my first couple years, I was always one of the first ones there. Yeah, I was too. And um, of course, Eric Holtz would always be there. From the time I've been in first grade on, Eric has always been the first one at every. I bet he's still that way today, whether it was a practice or a game or getting to school. Like I'd go to seed school with my dad in the morning as he was principal, being like the first one there. But Eric was always there like before us. So so Eric could be in there, a few others. I, I just love the early morning conversations in the gym. So just the I think that's part of it. Just people like that, that social socializing. That's what I was gonna say. Very, very social part of the day was the morning and everyone getting to school. So I oh, think yeah. that's why it was so loved. Yeah. And then you got to do it again at lunch. Right. Yes. So after lunch, you would go in there again and have that social time to meet up with everybody again. So those are my main things I think of, but then I start thinking, well, Kevin Tucker, he picked the girls gym. He's probably thinking not just the social times, but also he's thinking wrestling. I'm sure oh, he's thinking the girls. he remembers those wrestling practices in that gym may have been why he voted for that. Um, homecoming dances. 
um, just regular after game dances, uh, awards dinners. We had we had our snowball in there. Snowball dance. Yeah, yeah we did snow, too. Yeah. Snowball yeah. dance. Snowball and homecoming both were in there. So. so just and then of course PE class. Even though it was the girls' gym, I know when I we would we would mix and there would be times where we would have PE in that gym. I remember playing wiffle ball in that gym and I remember I I remember talking to Johnny Putney about the San Diego Padres while we were playing uh, <laughs> while we were playing wiffle ball in the gym. And this might not be Johnny Putney's last mention in tonight's episode. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, so there's really Putney all loves his San Diego sports team. So. <laughs> um, there's so many directions you can go with why that girls gym is so popular. But uh, yeah, you guys got anything on the girls gym? You pretty well I was, covered it for me. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I was I was gonna say the same thing. It was the, social uh, time. You know, I don't have fond memories of wrestling practice, but <laughs> I can I, I can still smell that. I can still smell that gym after wrestling practice. Um, just yeah, you know, it's it's a central. It, it was a central part of the old high school. When 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 I think of the girls' gym, I just think of Shane Pimbleton sitting there at lunchtime, just hurling sprees at people's heads <laughs> across, sitting down from the bleachers. Uh, do they still make sprees? I don't. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I think, think so. so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, not I as popular, but they still make them. I don't remember ever getting hit by one, but I, it had to hurt a little. I mean, they're hard, right? I mean, we're oh, not yeah. talking gummy bear here. Now, Brian, when you were there, did the and Shane may have been sitting in this spot. Uh, now he w- he was younger than you, so maybe he hadn't moved to that spot yet. Oh but wait, don't tell me. The, that go ahead. So it would be on the <laughs> north side, that like ledge. Yeah, like the yeah. cool people would sit on that ledge, yeah. where their legs would hang. I never sat on the ledge. I was not that cool, but I, I know I I can think of some people that that did sit on that ledge. I don't think I ever sat on the ledge. So hey, uh, speaking of the ledge, uh, Vinny Rahu. Um, uh, he chimed in, and here is his song that he thinks of. I'm in a hurry to get things done, oh, I rush and rush until life's no fun. All I really gotta do is live and die, but I'm in a hurry and don't know why. This reminds me of my first year at EIU, which the timeline makes perfect sense with Vinny's year at Red Hill. Yeah, Vinny, thanks for chiming in on that one. Uh, the, where, where'd that come to us from, Dave? Where's Vinny? Uh, Rio. Rio de, Rio de Janeiro. Nice. Brazil. Sorry about that uh, gold medal soccer game, Vinny. And then, who, and then who lost in the soccer game? I think so. I'm not 100% sure on that. And, and while that song's played, just some other people that said the girls' gym, you had, uh, I'll just kind of go, uh, Debbie, Debbie Steer Donovan, of course, we've mentioned her many times in those early 80s Red Hill girls basketball teams. Um, Lee Brookhart, he enjoyed before and after school, or not before, before school and at lunch in the in the girls' gym. Julie Herring Grismer, girls' gym. It, the list goes on and on here. Uh, let's see who else said that. Jenny, uh, Jenny Worth McAdow, loved the girls' gym. Debbie Scott Utt, girls' gym was her vote. Uh, Doug Jones was very politically correct here. The East Gym was his favorite place, <laughs> his favorite piece of architecture. Uh, Kerry Hill, not he said the girls' gym. Um, and let's see, a couple more people here. Uh, Lori Gray, Lori Croslow Gray, girls' gym dances, cheerleading practice, sitting in the bleachers with friends. She summed it up there. Um, Nanette Sloan, the girls' gym. Hi, Nanette, class eighty-seven. Mm-hmm. Shout out. And. 
Kevin Tucker, I mentioned he, I love the girls gym acid and that Gregory Selby, the girls gym. So I think that was the one that received the most votes in the thread. Yeah, I think so. And like you say, uh, you know, just people spent, spent a lot of time in there. And do you know where else that people spend a lot of time in Bridgeport, Illinois? Uh, people state bank. No. Put your clothes. For over 75 years, the Gray family has been cooking for everyone's family in the area. Gray's Restaurant in Bridgeport, one of our favorites. We love uh, love going there and, and uh, seems like kind of a congregation point when people come in from out of town, whether they're going to a football game or a basketball game or something else. Everybody's got to go to Gray's and grab you something to eat and a cold beer and, and have a good time and, and uh, reminisce uh, with good friends. Well, you can do that every almost every day of the week. They're closed on Sunday, but other than that, you can get in there, hand-cut steaks. Of course, they got that great catfish dinners, breaded tenderloins, and what else, Chip? Cheeseburgers and the double cheeseburgers. And as we find out, mm-hmm. occasionally let's get nuts and throw a piece of bacon on there. Yeah, I've never tried that. Me either. <laughs> well, you know how to get a hold of them. 945-9501. You can dine in or pick it up there at the window. And uh, you're not going to go wrong with anything from Gray's Restaurant. Todd, Becky, the whole family are carrying on the tradition. So do it. Let the Gray family cook for your family today. I got some breaking news. Oh, yes. I Wait, hang on. Let me get the breaking news music. Summer of 92. We don't want to listen to that again. <laughs> okay, breaking news. Hall of Famer Chris Lyles is confirmed. Yes. We're going to set a date soon. He's obviously in preparation. For the first game uh, against Mount Carmel, but uh, he's going to join us. So we'll be recording that one in the, in the next couple weeks for sure. Awesome. Yeah, we'd like to have that out before the first game on the 27th. Absolutely. Yeah, um, it'd be interesting to talk to Chris. He, he's been been at Red Hill a long, long time. And uh, so he, he's, he's, you know, he's seen a lot of a lot of students come and go and, and a lot of football. Last remaining teacher for my, uh, my high school Is days. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. So then that would mean there's none for mine. Yeah. Him, that's right. him and uh, Sherry Zwelling were the last two. And she retired. So. Wow. Uh, yeah. This was he'd be his 31st year full time. He's student taught and substituted another year. So yeah. 32nd year in the building. That's great. My senior year that's was the year he was student taught. <laughs> yeah. His, wow. Yeah. So your senior year was his first student teaching yeah. year. Is that yeah. What you said? Then uh, yeah. Then he subbed yeah, the yeah. second semester. I say, that was my junior year. Then his senior year was. His first year as a driver's ed teacher. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's been around, like you said, you, you saw a lot. And, you know, he's been the defensive coordinator now since Coach Kendall retired. So I'm really curious his thoughts on some of his best defenses. And, uh, you know, so it's, he's going to be a, it's going to be a good one. He's got a lot of stuff to share. Yeah. Looking forward to that. That'll be awesome. And, and, and again, I, I went back and I was flipping through some things today and, I listened to a, a portion of the Mandy Cunningham interview and a couple of weeks ago I pulled up the Richard Dixon interview and of course the Bill Evans part one, which part two will be coming up. Part one is still our most listened to that, that thing got 
at last time I looked between all the different podcast hosts, uh, that thing's at about 2000 downloads. And, uh, you know, of course the Fred Kendall, but you know, that's the great thing about podcasts. Go back and listen to them. Um, you know, if you don't like a part, dang, fast forward through it, but some really, really good stuff. And I think Chris will, will definitely add to that legacy. All right, so let's go with a few more pieces of architecture at Red Hill. And the next, now this was, I thought some of the people that voted for this, um, very uh, one was the daughter of Connie Adams, and the other was the son of Mr. Rice. And that, so if it's the daughter of Connie Adams and the son of Mr. Rice, Must be uh, right. where are we at now? Well, I, I'm it's like Mr. Rice's office. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the office in general, yeah. yeah. So well, I was... Um, I was uh, so uh, now so you walk there's two doors right one one would be on the east side one on the west side right and so and then that big counter right there and then yes yeah pretty high counter if i remember yeah very high counter office was to the left is that right so harry's office would have or yeah mr rice as you walk in yeah. yeah yeah how many were you ever in there in in his actual office I had to go in for questioning one time. Something happened in my freshman bio- biology class in the aforementioned Mrs. Walker's biology lab. You were, that I was a, you witness were a potential to. witness. <laughs> so I went in there as a witness one time, uh, but that was my only trip into Mr. Rice's office. And then of course, just the normal stops into the office for um, transcripts yeah, I, and sectional tickets and that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think I got, I got sent to the office one time. I didn't actually make it. I talked to Connie and... Uh, I didn't get, it was a substitute teacher had sent. I know me and uh, Mary Martha Cunningham got sent to the office oh, that wow, same, by, wow. the, by the same substitute. <laughs> wow. So I never, I never made it to, I was in Mr. Rice's office. Maybe I like to know what the hell you guys did. Trouble. Uh, well, trouble. I, it was not, that's why, that's, that's why we didn't have to go. Cause we explained yeah, our situation yeah. to Connie and I, I, it was different situations, not the same situation. Yeah. But, oh, okay. Um, I, re- I, I don't, I was thinking his office when you, if you walked into the, and you, I thought his was to the right and the left was where the guidance counselor was that yeah, office back there. I think but, it's the other way around because I can see yeah, Mrs. Okay. Miller. Uh, when yeah. I look to my right, I'm seeing Mrs. Miller right now. Yeah, so okay. How she, how she look? <laughs> Great. <laughs> I, I just, I still just picturing that office, I still kind of get nervous because I can remember going in there, like I, I must have went in to pay my fees or whatever before my freshman year. And, and I remember walking in there and just being just scared to death. And then, uh, and then the first day of school having to go in there, but, uh, yeah, it was cool, and and Connie always had a smiling face. She was just awesome as as uh, yeah as the school Alzheimer. secretary. How long would how long would she have been there? Gosh, well she was yeah thirty some. Yeah, I mean I know 30, she started what late seventies, maybe yeah. eighty at the yeah. latest. So maybe thirty, thirty, you know, yeah, low thirties maybe. Right. I, say, I remember a, a, a Chris Lyles s career. Yeah, I remember her there. As long as my mom was there, you know, from the time I was a little kid on up through high school. And I know she was there a long time after that. So well, she's definitely in my, I mean, she's a hall of famer. I know she was basically like the uh, assistant athletic director. She did a lot of stuff for coach Evans when he was the athletic director and oh, yeah. a lot of the scheduling of referees. And she was instrumental in getting a lot of that stuff set up and probably at the time didn't get a whole lot of credit for it, but uh, definitely was a big, big part. Of that school. Speaking of instrumental, had a lot of people. Tony Fiscus, Mike Carey, a lot of people Bubba. say that they they listen to a lot of this band. Motley Crue. This is off their Shout at the Devil album. This is Shout at the Devil. 
And I can't even tell you how many people mentioned Motley Crue and, and uh, ACDC, Guns N' Roses was popular, but this one goes out to Bubba, Mike Carey. This was a good one. We heard for, from some people on this music thread that we haven't haven't chimed in much, um, so that was kind of neat to see. Yeah, and, uh, and, and we had one more vote for The Office. Kelly Tucker also voted for The oh, Office. That's right. He yeah. definitely got whopped in there. Yeah, he, he said he had a chair in there that was perfect for being paddled on. So, oh, nice. So, so nice, I tried it twice, he said. So <laughs> Kelly was paddled twice. Uh, of course, Mr. Rice's son, BJ, then got involved in the conversation, said he loved all you guys, but he was very old school. Believe me, I know firsthand. And then Kelly said, I had no problem with it. Punishment met the crime. He shook my hand afterwards both times. <laughs> I think Kelly was probably one of the last uh, victims of corporal punishment. I had. I think it went away soon after. I have a feeling. The, I mean, that was what in, the did, what in the world did he do? <laughs> I think it was like, what did he says on there, didn't he? What did he well, say? Then he asked him, what did he do? And But then BJ is the one that um, replied. So I think he was talking, I assume, because Brady oh, okay. how he was, he'd been pat. But I can tell you what BJ did. He uh, broke things, lots of pranks, and Halloween experiences. Oh, he said, sorry, you didn't read that right. Your message was to Kelly. <laughs> I think Kelly was actually fight, just fighting or, you know, so. <laughs> I think you were hitting people, you got hit back. That's the way it worked. Kelly Tucker's um, run of trouble is becoming a theme. We talked about him getting a speeding ticket. Um, for go, uh, Got fined $99 for going 83 mile an hour in the 92 episode. So uh, Well, he's a wild child, so no, but – but that probably sums up Mr. Rice pretty that, you know, that's why he had so much respect. He was doing what he had to do, but he, he respected you back. So that's why so many people liked him. Yeah, for sure. And a couple more songs. We had a band that Gary and I are going to see down in Evansville in September, hopefully. Um, if we don't end all gatherings again, uh, Cameron Shoulders talked about this Runaround by Blues Travel. They were actually in Bloomington about a month ago, and I was um, very disappointed I didn't go when I saw on Facebook that my classmate Scott Piper was there. 25 oh, wow. miles 25 miles down the road from me at the Blues Travelers show in, in Bloomington Normal. So very disappointed I didn't go to that. Always like to mention Cameron Shoulders and Red Hill Sports History goes down with uh, basically got the winning hit in the 1993 Regional Championship Baseball game. So he'll always have that on his uh, yeah, resume. You can never take that away from never, him. Never, no. ever will that be taken away. A pinch hit ground rule double that I believe is ground rule that scored the winning run. Tyler Griffin mentioned Ba with a Ba, Kid Rock, and then Tony Fiscus, ACDC, Motley Crue. So. Oh, Tyler's young. Yes. <laughs> the youngest mayor in Bridgeport history. I got it. I would have to. I got to think, right? I don't know. The guy he just like Krask is pretty young. Yeah, Krask, too. Well, yeah, that's I, true. I coached Krask in football. So I think Krask would have been about a 2000, maybe four graduate. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, Risty Penitent was older than those guys. I'm guaranteeing you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Donna Franz, Donna Pearson called in this or typed in this classic. 
I mean, if you're talking fall of 84 when this song was out, she was named Homecoming Queen if you've listened to that episode. So um, this is perfect for her. What'd you guys think of this movie? Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. I don't think I've ever seen the movie. Honestly, I can't speak. I've seen, but I can't speak on it if it was good or bad. I, I, Brian, I've never seen it. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I love the soundtrack. I've never actually seen the movie. Actually, the movies. Yeah, it's okay. There's some great moments in the movie, but it's, uh, but thanks Donna for listening. And, uh, of course we covered speaking of Donna, Donna Franz Pearson and music. We uh, had live audio from her wedding in the last episode. Yeah, so if you go back to that episode, the summer of 92, you can actually hear Stacey Harper's rendition of Wind Beneath My Wings there for the Presbyterian Church in Bridgeport. Really good. (laughs) Yes, it was. It was really, really good. Uh, (laughs) Angie Sims talked about uh, Pour Some Sugar on Me. Thanks for chiming in on that. I can get behind that one. Is Def Leppard the best? I mean... Gosh, they've got so many good songs. I think what separates them is that if you go see them in concert now, they sound maybe better than they did. And they and they look great yeah. too. Yeah. 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 They're, they're yeah. and I think I've said this before, they're the one band that, you know, of that era that I've never seen that I really do want to see. And I, I'm going to go out when they go out on tour again next year with Motley and, and uh Joan Jett and Poison. I'm I'm going to the get but, decent seats I mean, and go to the show. I love Molly Crew. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, if you see him in concert now, I mean, well, we talked to you. This feels not exactly. Yeah, we talked about that on that episode. Yeah, Vince Vince is struggling, but he's got a year to get it back together. So, uh, what else we got? All right, this received a lot of votes also, and, and I cannot argue with this. It was the first person to mention it was Nikki Moan Devonshire. Senior Hall, and she describes it right there next to the library. So, Senior Hall, and then the picture that um, Debbie Adams, that we know more as uh, Mrs. Drury. Um, She's a great follow on Facebook. Very positive. Lots of fun stuff she puts on. Uh, I enjoy her Facebook. She post. posted a picture of Senior Hall, which is made. It'll be a future cover photo in our um, on our Facebook page, and uh, we actually the Facebook cover photo right now is from Senior Hall. A picture that Brian Zellers took during the. Um, um, for the 78-79 Barker. Yeah so, yeah. so Senior Hall, um, so let's say you're coming down from Mr. Gifford's classroom. Yep. All right, you're coming down those stairs into Senior Hall. Was your locker on the left-hand side or the right-hand side? I, go ahead, I'll go last here. Mine was in the I mean, left and right, almost dead in the middle. Yeah, we're right. I may have had your locker, Brian. Which direction are we walking down? So you're coming down Mr. Gifford's steps. Okay. You're heading to and the you're heading to the office to get your paddle. Left, yeah, left, so. left, left side middle. All right. <laughs> I was right side middle. I don't know if they do we, were they in alphabetical order. I wonder why they. Well, the, I was yeah, the, they, they were alphabetical, but I, maybe, maybe they changed it up the year you were there. Yeah. Well, you guys said right side too, didn't you? No, we were hey, all we're left. We're all left, Gary. Oh, I was definitely right. I was on the study hall side. So, oh man, my was, gosh. Yeah. But again, with that room, I mean, like again, those legendary windows that I mean, yeah, great views of that side of the school, and uh, yeah, that's uh, I don't know what if that was always designed as just a hallway and a locker to have lockers in or what that used to be, but and I and I remember being in the Spanish room, which was upstairs and to the left. Yep. And first classroom I, I ever walked in in Red Hill High School. 
I would look out the windows there and you could like see into senior hall. I would love that view. Like we, like before class would start, we just be messing around and standing there. And it was, so it's just, I mean, Gary, you're the one you said architecturally, whatever you said about, it, I mean, the architecture was amazing on this school. And Gino mentioned that um, I can find where he said it. Um, can't find where he said it exactly, but just the, the new, the new building doesn't have the character that the, as and most of them don't. Yeah, most yeah, of them don't. I did. I did a, a search and I in both newspapers.com and um, the the Lawrence County Library with all the daily records, trying to find some kind of story about around the time that the school was constructed, and I I couldn't find anything. Um, just I found a little bit of history here and there, but um, it'd be interesting if we could dive in on on you know the actual construction but what an just an iconic building you know the the big what do you call that the steeple thing the clock tower yeah clock tower. Was, yeah, yeah the, yeah, the dome clock tower yeah um steeple <laughs> yeah and then the um and then there's i think the senior hall is just i think it's a lot it's first of all just the you know the windows and everything and then just the the um the social part of it just you know you're there with your classmates the kind of You've ascended to senior hall at that time. You've made your you've made your way to the top of the mountain when you got your locker there in senior hall. What a disappointment that would have been when you're a senior and you didn't get a locker there. I mean, was there enough for everybody? Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I where do you go? I, maybe you go down those hallways. Later on, later on, there would have been for sure when the classes got smaller. I guess, and it's but. probably. I'm just guessing that if it, they went alphabetically, we probably need to talk to maybe a a Tucker. Or Tony Weston, Weston, yeah, Weston would be a good one. It, yeah. it seems though, if I remember right, I think a couple, uh, I think a couple people in my class, even my class wasn't huge, but comparatively, it was like eighty-two graduating. I think a couple people got stuck down and there. There were some lockers down, kind of across from the office. Yeah, right. that's how this picture. That was like yeah. the overflow senior hall. Yeah, but- yeah, and yeah, great. Back to the girls' gym, a little. I love how you go out that back up in the balcony, you go out that door at the back of the girls' gym, and you'd be right in that hallway there by the office. I mean, once again, architecture. Yeah. They thought so somebody, of everything. So somebody Let's- like. Somebody like Ray Worstel or uh, Chris York. Yeah, let uh, us know. Were might you might have been out of luck, Chris Clifford? Cliff, Clifford, where was your Clifford was in senior hall. He, was, he wasn't going to be stuck down there. There's no he way. Probably, well, let's talk about he that. He probably real quick. bunked oh, in with Ambrose. If he was. Where were the because ju, like junior hall was down by like Mrs. King's room and everything, right? Wasn't that junior hall? Yeah. Sophomore hall was up by the science area. Yeah. So was freshman hall then right by the Fre- office? Is that where freshman hall was? I thought the freshman was up by and all that stuff. Evans. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about those. Okay, yeah, so the overflow for seniors probably was down there by and the And I office. remember there were some, in that freshman hallway, there were some half lockers and some full lockers. I remember I got a half and I was all pissed off about it. It really yeah. didn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, speaking of, you, you mentioned Ubalackers, and it was great to see Pete Ubalacker uh, comment on the music thread and he uh if you want to look this one up chip and get some information on it this is percy faith and the theme from a summer's place oh i know this song yeah we all know this yeah, song. yeah i didn't okay <laughs> What year did he graduate? That's what, uh, maybe 1960, because this was a 1950. Okay. It's from the 1959 film, so okay. I was, gonna say, uh, it was this released has been, in November of 59. I feel like this has been used in a lot of movies. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, 
So yeah, Pete there lives on a, still there on the 1000 block of Adams Street. Uh, we've mentioned that house before where um, Kevin Vinsel used to fix cars with Kent and Carl Ubelacker on the Vinsel episode. Um, let's see, yeah, there's a lot of information, our te television movies. I mean, there's all kinds of places that it's been. Um, in the 2001 game Mario Kart. I know you guys are gamers, so you may remember it from there. Um, yeah, lot, lot, lots wait, wait, of wait, films. Wait, 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 wait. Let's not just gloss over that. This was in Mario Kart? Yes. <laughs> the game, or was there like a movie? I don't... The, the game. Oh, wow, okay. Okay, it uses a rearrangement of this song for the courses Shy Guy Beach and Cheap Cheap Island. I was gonna, um, like, like, Mario, Mario and that little princess finally get together and they come to have a dance atop of a magical mushroom to this song. Some of the movies that are popular that's been in Ocean's Eleven, this is uh, Con Air, Batman, um, Animal oh, House. I've seen yeah. them all so far. Keep going. Yeah, yeah those are the Bad Boys 2. I think they got me <laughs> on that one. <laughs> yeah, the other ones aren't as, aren't as popular. Um, My American Cousin from 1985. Cobb, the Ty Cobb story. I haven't seen it, but I remember Tommy it. Tommy Lee Jones, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. yep. Thank you. All right. We ready for some more locations? Yes. Well, something else I want to make mention of, too, is like when you were like a freshman and you had a lot of your classes up there in the, the Evans Adams hallway, and then sometimes you had to decide, am I going to walk through senior hall to get up <laughs> to the science side, or am I going to go down the stairs and walk across the girls' gym Not a bad to plan. get over there? So, I mean, there were some decisions you had to make sometimes, too, because senior yeah. hall basically sits on top of the girls' gym there, you know, so. Yeah, true. Yeah, I'm sure I, yeah, I never would have remembered walking through the girls' gym, but now that you say that, I think at times I did walk through there to get to class. Um, I mean, I know I did now. I never would have, I haven't thought of that since I walked through there 30 years ago, but, um, yeah, it is. It was a decision you had to make. I don't. Uh, other people, go ahead, Brian. I was say, did you guys have problems with seniors when you were a freshman? Was it something? You no, had? I had no problem. I didn't have a problem. Not really. No. Hey, and I was a, I was a freshman during a pretty scary senior class. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't remember. But, I, I the first few days, I think I was pretty nervous. But but uh, my daughter Olivia just had her first day of her freshman year uh, today. So oh, that's right. Did she get to push a penny? Yeah, with she, her nose or she, she neither seemed near as nervous as I was, she, nor she to, uh, she excited. Air, she have to aerate. Uh, no, no. <laughs> fry like bacon, you piggies. <laughs> yeah, I remember I was, I hadn't given my first day of school much thought, I guess. Um, that I, I remember, but I remember the night before my first day, I got on the phone with Matthew Gentry, who then got a hold of Tony Weston, and the three of us, like, somehow planned to, like, all meet at one spot that morning. Good plan. And that was, that was a great move on safety on and numbers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Cause other than just going in solo, I, I, I met Matt right when he got off his bus there. And, um, did you have Pentecost brothers car or, <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of Doug Jones, he called this one in. I went from Phoenix, Arizona, all the way to Tacoma, Philadelphia, Atlanta. Little Steve Miller band for you. So where else in the building um, are we headed? Let's see. Those are the ones that got the most votes, but there were a few other votes here that I'll go through. Let me see. Um, Steve Potts mentioned that he liked drama and poetry class with uh, Miss Drury. So that was his yeah. favorite location in the building. Uh, was that? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't mention with Miss Drury, but I know she would have taught it back then. Yeah. Uh, 
She would have been Mrs. Hartrick, Hartrick back then. So yeah, yeah. so um, so Steve really liked the architecture of that classroom. Um, overlooked the um, the front walkway there. I think I too, one of the, in Mr. Dillard's room down on well for me Mr. Dillard's room was on the first floor. That's not you went like right underneath floor. Mrs. Jury, wasn't he? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. But I think in in his classroom there was a spot that where you could climb up to the clock tower in his room. I think that's where you had wow. to get up to that. Yeah, oh, I'm pretty wow. sure it was in his room. Oh wow, I never knew that. That's that's a class I never I I don't think I was ever in that room in high school. I, you know, I never I never had him for anything. Just that was just one class I just was never, it. Him. Did you say he was downstairs? So he wasn't. When I was, was there, like in the office hallway. Yeah, yeah. at the far far uh, be. Yeah. Uh, east, like, east end. I feel like he was upstairs, like between like between Hamill and Mrs. Drury. Uh, I don't know. I have to think about that. But um, that hallway, though, where it's where Mr. Hamill and basically Mr. Hamill was almost right, right there Man. by the, uh, the, Man, the front. Yeah. And I just remember yeah. we were for some weird reason we were uh, going to decorate a Christmas tree in advanced comp, and instead of bringing it through the school. <laughs> Bringing it through the school, Neil and uh, there's a picture of the yearbook of it. I think Neil and someone um, was down below and tied a rope onto it, and we pulled it up through the window. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, that went great. You remember where the nurse's office was in Red Hill High School? Oh, that's a good question. I just thought I was mentally walking through the school, and it just hit me where it was. Uh, Where is it? It was in the little room, basically between Evans and Drury. Oh, okay, yeah. So there was actually a yes, room stuck yes. back in there, yeah. So that's I a room I hadn't thought that. of. What? Yeah. yeah. No records. I mean, zero recollection <laughs> of that. I had to go into like a weird corner of my brain to yes, pick I hadn't that out. That. But yeah, that, yeah, you're right. That's, yeah, and I, I always think about, <laughs> think about the area that basically separated the high school from the gymnasium, which is that carpeted area where that payphone was. Yeah. Uh, that was an area oh, too. The- oh man, what a place. that's a great. <laughs> it is a great. Or what a building. The if to go in the back door by the cafeteria, there was a ramp that went down to where the janitor's room was on the yeah. right, and then you could go right. in the back of the cafeteria there on the left, and yeah. there was a faculty bathroom was right there on the left hand side, yeah. and you know I said just the, the the I always say the little nooks and crannies of that school, yeah. it's which you can tell it was built in whatever nineteen eighteen or whatever it was. I mean it was. Uh, just, oh, I just love that place so much. I, I wish I would have went and saw it with you guys that day. I didn't go see it for some reason. Yeah, I've got to really work on getting those DVDs uploaded onto YouTube because I would love to share those with everyone. We had a fun trip yeah. around uh, around Red Hill High School that day. So that needs to be one of my goals for the show is to get that. Um, well, speaking of the bathrooms, Brett Lynn posted, he always enjoyed the bathrooms down by the girls' gym, which that was the bathroom I always used. Um, bathrooms mm-hmm. down by the girls' gym because there were no doors on the stalls and everybody could see him pooping. Was yes, Brett. <laughs> Brett likes. He's a he's a comedian. I mean, he's a professional comedian. So, uh, and bathroom always, and bathroom critic. Yeah, and bathroom critic. Yeah. Oh, yes. that's right. Yeah, that's great. So uh, yeah, he mentioned that. Um, we, we had a few votes here for Mrs. King's classroom, which was an amazing room. Yeah. Yep. Um, had a class in there. All kind. I mean, it was like rooms and, and little cubbies, and because I mentioned where I hid the shorts and everything in another episode. Uh, but yeah, Mrs. King's home ec classrooms received some votes. I know there's from- all sorts of nooks and crannies in that room, like you said. There's a there's a little hallway in the in between her, the main room and the kitchen that went back to the, to the fire escape. The fire. You know, the okay. Oh gosh, yes, I forgot about that. Out yeah. there, 
And then there was in that, and then like the next room before he got into the kitchen, there was like little cubby holes and closets and every just. There has to be, there has to be, even that day that we basically went through the entire school and was in Saul. I, I almost bet you there's a little room somewhere that we never saw. Probably. I, I almost, because wasn't there, wasn't there some kind of like, there was a room in the girls' gym back behind, like the stage in the bathrooms or something. Yeah, I we think found. we went in that during our tour. Yeah. I don't know if that. I think that might be my first time in there. Yeah, for sure. I remember. Remember, hey, was uh, that the locker? Was that the girls' locker room? I think was that it was. We were? Some, yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah. Mike Ash, who you know, he knows music. Um, he talked about this from the Clash. Rock the Casbah. your favorite clash song chip uh that one okay thank you <laughs> well some other people so uh, it was Rhonda renee latz and she gave that vote to mrs king's room and uh i believe we had a few there was it's her uh, andrea gray creswell um definitely voted for mrs king's room was, was her favorite she's synonymous with that room in my eyes <laughs> big <laughs> time she also big loves time F- big time fha uh kids so. there may have been a couple more votes for that speaking of the principal's office todd gray said he visited there a couple times i can't imagine todd getting in trouble but um maybe he's just a witness when he visited he's got a temper sometimes <laughs> to cross him You know, I know a song you have on your list there, and several people from even different classes mentioned it. We talked about ACDC earlier, but Thunderstruck was a big song for a lot of people in different classes. I, I don't remember what year that song actually what came out. Was it 91 or 92? Yeah, I was right. Yeah, I think like 91 yeah. is when it came out. So I think even maybe Shane Wilson I mentioned Lumpy, Thunderstruck. Talked about this on the uh, some of the basketball episodes. Yeah, class of 92 and 93 came out to it on senior nights. Both of them, both of us decided to do that. All right, well, we got time for, what, a couple more different locations? Yeah, let's do a couple Brian? more. Well, one, um, Brad hey, Atkins was the only person that voted for this. And something we have not talked about that much, but I have it on our list of possible shows in the okay. future. Uh, building houses was his, so I guess it really doesn't quite match the architecture. <laughs> I guess he was he, he was, was making architect. architecture. That's right. <laughs> I was absolutely. That's the ultimate architecture. <laughs> so, I don't know if they had a classroom, but I picture it out in the act. Oh yeah. yeah oh, definitely on the act. Leonard yeah. Hayes yeah. draws so it he's up. Kind of going along with like great memories of high school. Kind yeah. of, but so just getting to get out of the building and go build houses. But we'll do a building trades episode one of these days. I love I've reading always, who bid on the houses. And yeah. So we'll go and find the bids. Like find like who lived. Like did you know that this house this person lives in was actually like um, was it was a building trade? And I found some houses on there that I was surprised were. Wasn't the U Blackers one? Or it not? might have been. As I think it Coopers. was. And the Coopers as well. I mean, Adams yeah. Street was. That's the, uh, I believe they call it Tower Hill. The Tower Hill location is where they built a lot of um, 
I, when I was reading one of those articles, I noticed they called it Tower Hill. I was like, where's that at? I was like, oh, that's my neighborhood. Yeah, Tower Hill. I, never, I never knew I grew up on Tower Hill. No, and as Brian said, it makes sense that it's called that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, and then one I haven't mentioned, but haven't mentioned yet, but received a lot of votes was the study hall and the library. Oh, God, uh, yeah. As Brian's mentioned before, the study hall, I, he may, I don't know if you mentioned this thread or somewhere else, but, uh, or somebody did, maybe Gary said it. I'm sure it's not as big that as was we picture it being. Okay, yeah, it was a, I mean, it seemed like a massive, it's, it's, it's massive huge. room. I feel like the ceilings were 50 foot tall. Oh, oh yeah. And then, I mean, not, I mean, you had a view then of Senior Hall, right? I mean, you could see Senior oh, Hall yeah. fr from there. And, um, and then, of course, the library, which was connected to it, which talked about the races to the Evansville Couriers, reading the U.S. News and World Report. I always like to do that. Um, so, yeah, any thoughts on the study hall library well, and, combination? Well, and, and Todd Parrott mentioned this. And um, I had, well, first of all, he, he also mentioned this song. Well, I'm traveling this morning. This is Lonely, Lonesome, Ornery, and Mean by Waylon Jennings. That fits in perfectly. Uh, he mentioned throwing pennies because there was kind of like a half wall there, right? The, yeah. You separated the study hall and the library, throwing pennies over to the other side while, while Barry Edwards was over there, you know, doing his job. And <laughs> I had not thought about this in forever. <laughs> and so what Todd graduated in, what, 81? Three, I three? think. Three. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, 83, because it was right before my freshman year. And people were still doing this in 85, oh, okay. 86, 87. I know, oh, I, okay. I know for a fact. I, I, I don't know that I – well, I'm pretty positive I never took part in that. But, uh, yeah, throwing pennies over that wall and, and either scaring the living heck out of Barry Edwards or hitting him was a pastime that some people did. Well, I, I think of things like just in our country's history, like being in study hall and the day that the Waco with David Crash and that compound was we based uh, our military or took yeah. you know took over. We watched that during that. I remember watching stuff about the Gulf Gulf War, uh, Gulf Storm, uh, Desert Storm, and that those. I remember watching that in there. So I mean, you know, football I was game at, film. Yeah, sometimes we watch used to watch that just Coach Evans is off in classroom. I don't know how we did yeah. that. But, yeah, but uh, I, remember, yeah, I remember going there on a Saturday morning after a game, would have my senior year, and we went in there for to watch the game from the night before. And I remember Harold Tucker bringing in two, a couple jugs of milk, at least a couple, and a and box of donuts. donuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a way to start the day. We would not have been watching a winning game film <laughs> since we were zero and nine that season, but um, you know, I also you think feel a lot better the next day. Scholastic Bowl uh, yeah. meets in there. and yeah. Yeah. I remember uh, the first time that I think I had anything official in that room was, uh, I, I believe I was freshman class president, I think, and, and we had to go in there for a class officer meeting with our sponsor, so... Oh yeah, I was votes. There. I remember, like you know, voting on officers and voting on homecoming, and yeah, a lot happened in that in but that the, room. The number one memory for me, which we've talked about it, is racing Tony Holman to get that USA Today. That was uh, that was the biggie. That was the biggie for me. And that was, David, probably, that was probably the only thing I could ever be Brandon Smith in was the uh, <laughs> was the race to the uh, USA to the, Today yeah. or Evansville Courier. So USA Today was the was a priority one. Yeah. Courier was a, it was good, but it was a consolation prize. So. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and it was up. It was updated every day though. The USA Today sometimes was. Uh, yeah. Didn't update as fast. And I have to mention, because I mentioned Senior Hall and Mrs. King's room, Laura Piper also, and I know Laura listens to our podcast, so I couldn't mention almost everybody in the thread and not mention her name. Uh, so Laura was a big fan of Mrs. King's room and Senior Hall. So I think I've covered most everything that was mentioned. Can you guys think of anywhere else in the school? I mean, we didn't, so there weren't a lot of, ind- there wasn't in, another individual classroom. It would have been Mrs. Yates' classroom. Uh, by Sue Douglas, and we were trying to figure out where that was. I think it was, for me, it was Mr. Chapel's algebra class, so it'd be like the first room at, on that first that office floor yeah. at, the, at the opposite end on the opposite that's, side of the that's, office. That's Mr. Cummins' room to me. Yeah, that's Mr. me, Ch- me too. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Chapel's room to yeah. me. Um, so that that classroom, which that was a great room also, uh, definitely got a vote. And Connie Cullison, she Connie Cullison, Cullison Foster voted for senior hall. So has anybody I, been in uh, been into the new school at all? I toured it once it opened. I was in uh, that. I went back to that very back gymnasium to watch Neil's daughter Tess play a junior high basketball game. Uh, that's that's I, as far as I've been. I I, been in there. I'm sure they've still got all there. the old graduation pictures on the wall and stuff. Yeah, right when it opened, um, this would have been like right. I was married. My wife and I, Patty, we got married in 2005, and we were in Bridgeport for the weekend, and we, like, walked down to the um, school. Just It was, like, right when it opened. And it was, like, on a Sunday afternoon, and it hadn't opened yet, and actually the door was unlocked, and so I, we we went on in and took our own tour. We probably weren't supposed to be in there, and we so didn't cause any problems or anything. You so. did not break, but you did enter. Yeah, I entered. So <laughs> entered. I was shocked at the room, the door. It didn't seem to appear anybody else was in the building, so – uh, I'm sure nice. they figured out those, uh, the locking, the, you know, the security measures since then. Cause it, it was like the, you know, it was Labor Day weekend. So it was like a couple weeks after the, you're, the you're probably one opened. of the, one of the few people that basically went unescorted and almost alone through the old school and the new yes. school. Yeah. We, within a few months of with, yeah, not very long between the two. So uh, I can, I can share one more quick story about the high school of, uh, so when I was working there one of those summers on a on a whenever Terror Rock went on vacation, Justin Shear and I were down in the it's down in the very bottom floor. It was basically like a storage room. And down that chip you had been in heaven, it was just full of old barkers. So that was part oh, of what yeah. was down there. And uh we were down, you know, of course, there was no air conditioning still in that school. So we had open windows down there. And when we left that day, I forgot to close the windows. And that night, uh, I won't name his name, but broke in the school. He was a student at the time and uh, opened up a bunch of fire extinguishers. Oh all, this is like this was like right before school started. So the school on. had been cleaned, and he sprayed these things, and those things caused a, a, a crazy mess. I don't know if you guys ever visited the basement storage room or not. Probably not. I don't think so. I've heard about. It. I think I've heard of it from you. Is probably who I've now heard wait, of. It how from, did you get I, there? It was very. Uh, let me see. If you went down the stairs by the office right. where you're going to head out the building. Then you did another U-turn to head down the stairs again. Right. In the basement, I guess you'll call it, huh. but it was down. That's where, okay. the, that's where the, it was. And uh, yeah, it's kind of a part that probably you never even, I think it was right there by the bathrooms. You actually know that those bathrooms there off the girls gym is where it would have been yeah. right outside of there. Okay. And I love that little area that we talked about Mrs. King's room, but that, you know, Mrs. Cork's classrooms and that, um, that Mrs. whole Gibbers. area that, that whole area and that cl- and that downstairs area, I love I love that um, area of the school. I don't know, it's just I don't yeah. know. 
What of a, those bathrooms that Brett mentioned. Love neat, that area. What a neat place. Just just a really, really neat place. I'll leave you with one more song. Uh, Carrie Hill again with... As long as old men Carrie did Carrie did get two songs. It pays to be in the class of 87 and the class of 87 president. Randy Travis, forever and ever amen. He became a staple of country music for a few years had a little few issues uh, a few years back he kept getting caught drunk and naked but i think he's hopefully got did he die no wait is he still alive Randy i think he is yeah. i think he had lots he, of health issues was, you know, where it looked having, like he wasn't gonna but i think he's still alive yeah, i think you're right yeah but anyway this album was really really big randy travis um anything else guys that was a fun little episode yeah that was yeah thank you gary for bringing that up in the um on the Facebook page, at, and thanks yeah, for our listeners. I mean, they they yeah, that was fun. Episode for us. I like that when they when the, when they do the research and the, yes. and the <laughs> ideas for us, and, and we'll get back going in future episodes. And especially again, please let the sponsors know. Hit the subscribe button. That that shows how many people are listening for sure every every week. That's getting delivered new episodes. And uh, let the sponsors know. Of course, People State Bank. Gray's Restaurant, Tyler Griffin's Pizza House, and Andrew's Insurance Agency. We truly, truly appreciate them. And and if you got to play golf uh, sometime here coming up, give a Country Oaks a call in Montgomery eight one two four eight six three three zero zero. Course is in great shape, and they'd they'd love to see you. Anything else, guys? I just know the pressure's on Chip. He's got these videos of this school that we need yeah. to see. Yeah, we we need them. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll get a DVD player hooked up and work on that, and I'll get those on YouTube for the listeners. What all did we talk about today? Uh, cats being cut up and named after Kentucky Derby horses. Tower Hill. Mike, I didn't know that. Mike Smith doing the Bristol Stomp. We did not talk about this, but we had a couple of votes for the band building. We did not even get to the climber band building today. So thank you for the for, uh, the people that mentioned that. Yeah, in all of our days, the only air conditioned building besides the office that there was. That's yeah. a good call. That'll be a, a hot topic when we do the Robert Climber episode. Uh, Eric Holtz tends to be early everywhere he goes. Very, very. I bet he still is today. Brian Zellers, Mike Smith taking pictures nonstop. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Tucker's wrestling practice. Kevin Vinsel's working on trucks. David Koresh gets raided by the FBI. Throwing pennies? Have we mentioned that yet? Okay. <laughs> and hoping to hit Barry Edwards. We had uh, two Lawrenceville graduates get in this post, and we talked about them, Mike Smith and Brady Rice. Yes. Kelly Tucker and his brushes with both the law <laughs> and school discipline. Mario Kart is talked about on the pod- podcast for the first time ever. The 1000 block of Adams Street got a lot of mentions tonight. Harold Tucker brings donuts and milk to the football team. <laughs> And OJ. Yeah. And OJ. Booster Club president. He was in charge of that. The mystery voice. 
All right, that's going to wrap us up for this episode. Thanks to everybody chimed in on Facebook. That made this episode a lot of fun. That place was great to go to school in, and it was great talking to you guys about it. Chip Jamerson, David King, Gary Emmons, I am Brian Emmons, and we are Red Hill. Let's go white.